walked out of that room and I walked out of my career, my international career. It's widely believed that this is the phone that has changed phones forever. Turning to our top story this morning, and that is confirmation of the first case of COVID-19 in the Republic. We have been asking you to get in touch and suggest the 20 most influential moments of the last 20 years of this century thus far. And people got in touch in their droves and we went through the top 20 as selected by you on a global scale. We looked at 9-11, the refugee crisis and the pandemic that we're still living with, unfortunately. And then on these shores, we reflected on the smoking ban, repeal the eighth water charges and more. We even had the elections of Barack Obama, Donald Trump, the visit of uh, the Queen to Ireland and the rise of the smartphone streaming, lots and lots of things. Look, you've been voting, like I said, over the last few days, and we can now reveal that you chose as the most influential moment of the past two decades is this. This is a day I've been looking forward to for two and a half years. Every once in a while, a revolutionary product comes along that changes everything. Today, we're introducing three revolutionary products of this class. An iPod, a phone, and an internet communicator. An iPod, a phone. Are you getting it? These are not three separate devices. This is one device. And we are calling it iPhone. Today, today, Apple is going to reinvent the phone. Yes, it was the rise, the birth and the rise of the smartphone and on the back of it, uh, social media as well. Well, Kira Kelly, Shane Coleman and Jess Kelly are all with me to discuss uh, the winner as voted, as decided by you, the News Talk listener. Uh, Kira, are you surprised at this? Um. No, although I kind of thought perhaps COVID would win because it's so ubiquitous. Oh, thank Christ it didn't win, Kira. Yeah, no, I hear you. But but when I saw this did win, yeah, I thought, yeah, fair enough. And, you know, I, for one, welcome our technological overlords. Except for I don't really. I I, I have come to recognise that even though I'm as if not more addicted to my smartphone than lots of people, you know, it's just like an extension of my hand to a large extent. It is like having a monkey on your back at the same time. You do check for notifications. You are like 24-7 on call and looking at shite. I don't know how to say it any other way. And, and you get sucked in. And indeed, there's an awful lot of negativity attached to that. So so I would like a slightly different relationship with my phone. And myself and Shane were put on uh, blocky and Nokia's for 24 hours during the, the run up to all of this. And in some ways, it was a kind of a relief. So you're still using the Nokia, yeah? <laughs> no. Yeah, you're <laughs> not. Of course back. you're not. Of I'm, course you're I not. I didn't even last the full 24 hours. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. And, and you know, that's because of WhatsApp and, and, and social media, but also emails. And it has made itself, it's like the coronavirus. It has mutated itself to become better adapted to its host. And that's the truth of it. I mean, it, like literally, it gives you everything that you could need by way of communication and it is adapting itself to us like a parasite. And I do kind of worry about it because like I see my kids, I, I see all, all you know, 
myself uh, and I think it's interfering in our lives yeah. to some extent as well as kind of running them. Jess, it, it, for all the reasons Kira's just set out, isn't that why this is a worthy winner? It is so influential. It, it has affected everything about our lives. It has. And if you read back on that list of things that you that were kind of uh, potential nominees for the most influential moment of the last 20 years, every single one of them has been impacted in some way, shape or form by the smartphone and by social media. If you think about, you know, like 9-11 for example so when 9-11 happened a lot of the stuff that was recorded was on camcorders and then was put up but since then you know different conspiracy theories different alternative theories as to what happened has been absolutely rife on social media and are are spread with uh, you know the smartphone if you look at things like you know the Queen's visit to Ireland so much footage was captured on that day thanks to uh, our smartphones. Streaming obviously wouldn't be a fraction of the success it is without the smartphone. It is when you scrape back the majority of the other 20 influential moments that we had on our shortlist, the smartphone is there and it does have its little tentacles in all of them when you look at it. Now, yes, as Kira laid out there, there are some negatives, but that's because we as humans are dopes. Like I've been saying this for years. Technology is great. We're the problem. I think it's we have to, you know, manage our relationship with technology a bit better you and I were talking the other day about you know the right to switch off and all that kind of stuff we still need to get the balance of it right but when you look back at what has had the most amount of impact over the last number of years there, there could only be one winner and that is the smartphone uh, Shane I, the, 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 the rest of the top five list actually 9-11 was very close in terms of overall votes to the rise of the smartphone and social media then came COVID then marriage equality and the smoking ban they both received the exact same amount of votes interestingly enough I know you're disappointed you wanted to come on and talk about Saipan obviously again uh, but uh, w- w- would you agree with Jess that like the problem and we can all we could talk, we spend the rest of the show talking about the problems of social media and phones that the problem is us it's kind of like the thing of guns don't kill people. I know, don't throw that one in. <laughs> kind of agree, Kieran. Um, yeah, of course, we're the problem, but we have this unbelievably powerful instrument in our hand. I Look, I just went through all the things I've done today on my smartphone. I won't give you the full list, but just like to give you a flavour, the alarm went off in, in the morning. I, I turned off the, the, the house alarm. I, uh, I read the papers online. I listened to music on the way home. I checked a possible holiday in, in the summer. Um, I, I was defrosting the freezer. I was head in the, literally head in the freezer and I looked at the best way to clean a defrost. Like all that stuff. It has had such a profound impact on our day-to-day life. So it's a worthy winner in that respect. But yeah, there are absolute downsides. Now, is it down to us or is it the technology? I think it's a bit of both. Like it's, it's certainly changed our sexual mores. Now you can, you know, for better or for worse, that's not a, that's not a statement, a moralistic statement. That's just a statement of fact. We are one click away or two clicks away. I've never checked uh, from pornography, uh, but um and that's a really has it not just sped up that evolution? For example, has that you know has that not just sped up an evolution, a natural evolution? It has, yeah, possibly. It possibly has. I mean, I think it's made us a lot more narcissistic. I mean, the camera phone has changed how we, how, literally, how we live our lives, and I think people have become much more vain, much more narcissistic. I think it's changed politics. I think it's changed the industry that I'm in. I think it's changed journalism. I'm not sure it's changed journalism f- uh, f- for the better, but the, the impact on politics has been enormous. Would Donald Trump have been elected 
in a world where there wasn't a smartphone. I think you can make a really strong argument that he would not have been. And I think you can make a, a really strong argument, for example, that Sinn Féin would not have won as many seats in the recent general election in, in an era without a smartphone. Now, depending on your perspective, that's a good thing or, or a bad thing. I, but I'm saying it has hugely affected politics and it's hugely affected journalism. I, I, journalism is the one I worry about. I worry about journalism becoming shallow. I worry about journalists being overly influenced by how many likes they get. I worry about journalists pulling their punches and broadcasters pulling their punches because they're conscious about what the mob on Twitter think. I think too many journalists mm. are too embedded in Twitter. And I think that's a really, really dangerous thing. And I worry about the future of journalism for that. I just we, We've probably been oh, guilty. Really Sorry, go on, Hira. I was going to say, all three done it has facilitated really, really efficient, fast communication. And be it that you want to communicate with, with a porn site or you want to communicate with your mate or whoever it is, your partner, your workplace. And I mean, it has facilitated it. And because it has done that, it has allowed us, yes, the narcissism, yes, the populism and all of that. But but some of the social media networks have created, yes, mob mentalities and, and all of that. But those things are in us. It's like it has facilitated mm-hmm. us to do really good things and really bad things. And I agree with you that, you know, guns don't pe- kill people, people kill people. But I don't think the analogy is as close to guns. I think the analogy is closer to cocaine or to, or to booze or to something like that, because you do get sort of hooked on the dopamine hit off the off the notification and, and it is designed to do that the the little notifications are designed to be certain colours and, and to, to kind of flick up in certain ways and all of this they've studied our brains as I said they, they have adapted to their host it's exactly that they have mutated and adapted to their host and there are good things that come from it mm. for sure there are educationally and, and, and you know you can inform yourself of all sorts of stuff but you can also be manipulated and democracy itself Shane is right can be manipulated and there are bots out there we've seen them come from Russia and influence Brexit we've seen them influence the, the 2016 US election and I have no doubt and when we, we talk anecdotally about the bots people talk about the Shinner bots or people talk about the Fine Gael bots people talk about the bots that are, are, are working here there is definitely a, a, an ability because of these kind of mass movements of, of commentary and, and I suppose information to influence things including democracy itself and that's what yeah. I would worry about it's, more it's, than it's, even journalism I would worry about that it, Shane is this the same conversation about the printing press but had in 2020? Yeah. No, absolutely. I'm well, really which isn't, which isn't, to be, which isn't to be dismissive of it. Like the printing press was one of no, the most it, influential it, moments in human history. And that, that's not to kind of set, it, tr- push it aside. Kieran, this, this argument has been had about the printing press. It's been had about radio. It's been had about television. You know, like I'm 30, 40 years ago, people said, television is going to be the ruination of the next generation and so on. So absolutely. It is. It's the same argument we've had before. And look, the reality is you can't, you know, I don't buy this thing about, you know, I, I slightly disagree with Jess about, well, you know, we can put the phone down and stuff. I, I actually am not sure you can put the phone down because, you know, how are you going to pay for your stuff? How are you going to look up your holiday? How are you going to read the papers? Like, there's so many ways we are dependent on the smartphone. It is the reality of life. There is, you know, to, to use an Eddie O'Sullivanism, you cannot put the uh, the toothpaste back in the tube. <laughs> it, is, it is out there. It's on our toothbrush. And we have to live with it. I, I And look, there are so many positives. Like, I, you know, like there's, from, from uh, I see my, my, my 15-year-old son, he is constantly looking up and he, he amazes me at his knowledge about things at times, about, about science and so on, because he's constantly looking up stuff. So it's an incredible yeah. resource. 
Uh, but it's, you know, that line that uh, uh, Lenin had about Stalin all those years, that man has too much power in his hands and I'm not sure he'll use it wisely. It's a little bit like that with the smartphone. I'm not sure we as humans um, will use this incredibly powerful tool wisely. It, it, it strikes me, Jess, uh, that most of the negative things that we've talked about are actually not necessarily smartphone related, they're social media related. And I know we've kind of lumped both of them in together for the purpose of this, like yeah. looking back, because they are intrinsically related to one another. But but the phone itself isn't the issue or the technology isn't the issue. It's social media platforms seem yeah. to be the issue. I think when we look back in another 10 years or even maybe in five years, one of the biggest regrets we as a race will have is not um, demanding social media regulations sooner. You know, between Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Bebo, all of that kind of stuff has been around for so long. And I think the fact that they get away with being self-regulated for this long is mind boggling. And I do think that, you know, to, to continue that analogy, the toothpaste is out of the tube now. And I think to try and push it back in and put regulation in place is going to be incredibly difficult. You know, in the US now, there's talk of breaking Facebook up into three different companies. So you'd have Facebook, Instagram and WhatsApp because they are so big and they are so powerful. And I do think social media companies have too much power. I don't like the manipulation that goes on. I don't like how, you know, I get trolled every other day of the week. And I hate the fact that when I report someone calling me whatever the hell they want and I report it, the social media company comes back to say, do you know what? We didn't deem this to be a bad enough insult for us to take action. That's complete BS. And that for me is going to be one of the negative sides of this revolution that has happened in terms of technology in the years to come. I think we are still getting used to it. I think there's still a novelty factor of, God, it's great that I can talk to someone in San Francisco any time of the day because I can just send a DM. But I think the impact that it's having on all of us and how we interact with each other, our self-confidence, our self-worth, all of that's going to be a bigger issue. But I completely agree that technology itself is class, but social media and again, where the human comes into it, that that does make me unhappy. Like sorry, go on, Kira. We bought in. Sorry, Kira. It's, it's almost like we bought into the idea that the internet was a different world to mm. to the world, and and so therefore rules didn't apply, regulations didn't apply, and things that you wouldn't be allowed say here on air or in a newspaper or in public in any other forum, you wouldn't be allowed to say them. Just with impunity, people, and they're not just anonymous. I mean, I know anonymity allows for this too, to a large extent, but even people who are non-anonymous say all sorts of things because it's like the rules don't apply to normal life on the internet as if the internet is some other space. And it's not. It's just like as if we were all, you know, writing on, on walls and on the back of toilet doors. It's, it's, it's not a different space. It is the world and we shouldn't necessarily change every rule that we've developed over millennia about how we interact with each other with a bit of civility or mm. a bit of decency because that's how society functions properly just because we, we do it via a smartphone. Uh, Shane, I mentioned the rest of the list. I mean, if it wasn't going to be the smartphone and the rise of the smartphone and social media, what would be your most influential moment for the last 20 years? Oh, uh, I, I, I think 9-11 has had a huge, huge uh, impact. There's, there's no doubt about that. I think if you're talking about events, I mean, look, the smartphone changed the world, absolutely. Uh, 9-11 changed the world and you can, you know, there's so many different impacts it had. So I I, I think probably 9-11, and you're going to hate me for saying it, but oh God. COVID has changed the world. There is no there is no two ways about it. Like, Kieran, if, if you are judging, if you're judging this by 
the amount of column inches and the amount of airtime. I mean, you know from your time doing doing breakfast with me, we had this we had this kind of informal kind of wager as to what would be the first day on our show that uh, COVID would not be the lead story. We're and, still and, waiting. And it was. We're still waiting, and I mean, we have not had a show. We have not had a breakfast show, and I'm sure it's the same with you since since you moved uh, to the hard shoulder. We have not had a show where we have not mentioned COVID at least once since last January. There is no other story, I think, since World War II where journalists could actually say that. So the impact uh, in terms of uh, uh, the media that we work in has been extraordinary. Yeah, look, it's hard to deny that. And we're going to be talking about it (laughs) between now and seven o'clock. Kira, what, what, what else would you like to give notable mention to? I think one of the things that struck me and, and I, when I was kind of suggesting these and voting and everything myself, I, I said 9-11 because of the, it, it felt like the security of the world changed as in we, it felt like a, a more, un, like the election of Donald Trump, it felt like it was a more unsafe place. But I suppose one of the things that stopped me in my tracks was that Stevens's morning that we woke up to the tsunami and just... The, the utter devastation. It's really easy for us here. I, I had been in Southeast Asia. I had been along those coastlines that were destroyed by it. And it's really easy for us here to talk about the smartphone. And I think it's probably the worthy winner because I do think it's changed how we live. But the devastation where mm. it just wiped out thousands upon thousands of lives and communities and towns. And that was an act of God, a freak of nature or whatever you want to call it. But the impact, the brutal impact on those lives, like a guillotine coming down that they went, you know, got up one morning and and life was normal. And then within days they were picking through bodies looking for loved ones. I mean, that I think was the thing that that 9-11 shocked me perhaps more than anything else. Uh, Jess, very quickly, anything else? I I think 9-11, but I do think the right thing won overall. So I'm I'm happy lady today. I'm not surprised by that. Listen, there's a full podcast series uh, that is available. You can listen back to the 20 most influential moments of the last 20 years. It's on the News Talk app and it features guests such as Mary McAleese, Leo Varadkar, Michal Martin, Bertie Hearn, plenty of other people besides. So my thanks to Kira Kelly, to Jess Kelly, to Shane Coleman.